0: Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise Podcast. It's time for the Bears Podcast with actor, comedian Mike Pusateri. Mike, how are you?
1: I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you, Andy?
0: I've never been better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a the, the great game like we had last night, you, you just it sends you into a fantastic mood on Monday.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, was not. Uh, nothing happened that surprised me. So sure. Um, so as always you can find this fine podcast at PointlessExercise.com you can subscribe to the PointlessExercise.com newsletter today I don't know when you're listening to this let's pretend it's the same today as I'm saying today the last day to get 15% off of your uh, pointless exercise subscription but it's just as nice at full price maybe even better (laughs) you get more of a sense of satisfaction this is America things that cost more are better that's
1: right that's the rules. Uh,
0: I think that's it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if you didn't already get your uh, The Bears Don't Suck, you do, T-shirt. Maybe you want to hold off a week. Um, but <laughs> I still believe it. Uh, so, Mike, how can people find out uh, what you're up to?
1: Uh, people can head uh, head over to the website, which is simply my first and last name, mikepusatieri.com.
0: All right. So the Bears trekked up to Lambeau. NBC went to the Brat Stop, where they found some, some spontaneous uh, reactions from oh, fans.
1: so spontaneous! That were
0: very clearly not pre-written at, mm-hmm. at all. They didn't look or sound like hostage videos. Only thing missing <laughs> with the one guy, like the one. Awkward bear fan who goes, "This is our Super Bowl." Was oh, I hated that. Was him holding up the newspaper with that day's date on it to prove that right that that he was he was alive.
1: Yeah, it's like Midnight Run. He's got the he's got the paper there of uh, like buddy of the Duke Duke holding up the paper. (laughs) It's
0: like buddy. (laughs) It may be only one, but the Bears have won a Super Bowl. They've been in two. That's your Super Bowl, not a random Packer game in September.
1: No, never say this is our Super Bowl. That it just completely denigrates the, uh, you know, your your team. This
0: is as good as it's ever. It's as good as it's gonna get.
1: Yep, and we and we got our ass kicked by seventeen in our Super Bowl. It just stop.
0: Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why that the Packer game always has to be on at night and on national TV. The games aren't Always. good. They're not. And
1: usually usually in Lambeau, too, by the way. Yeah. Not like it's not like it's 50-50. I
0: don't know when the last, the last night game... Well, I guess I do know what it was. It was the kickoff to the season, to the 100th anniversary season. It was Thursday night. In lieu of the traditional defending Super Bowl champion... I don't think it was the fucking Patriots. Game. They'd yeah. done that enough. Bears played the Packers in a game that literally set football back a hundred years that was the 10-3 <laughs> loss where nothing happened right but they can't learn their lessons it's not like that it's not like they needed for the ratings no I mean it doesn't matter M- NBC could put um, a couple of pom-pom squads on and they're going to get they're gonna be the highest rated show of the week so mm-hmm. just pick a good game instead yeah leave us alone let us suffer and at noon on our little sliver of regional of regional United States And be fine. That's what's going to happen just, when they come back, when they play again in December.
1: You just think NBC was just so desperate to, to give the nation a preview of the Matt Flu's era? Was that it? They just couldn't wait.
0: Well, they saw, they wanted to showcase the hits principle. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 I think, I think that principle makes more sense with an S at the beginning.
0: I didn't know there would be spelling. S-H. Should we get Pat's Zajac out? No, Pat, Pat
1: evidently. Pat's busy evidently. Marjorie,
0: yeah. are there any S's? <laughs> Which one's an S? Uh, never mind. Uh,
1: yes, the Shits principle. She
0: wouldn't know. So that's. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there.
1: I'm at the Shits principle, yeah, because we gave up over over 40 yards of offense uh, uh, to the Packers. I mean, 414 tilde yards for. Uh, Green
0: Bay. It seemed low considering uh, every time low. the Bears got the ball, they just said, "All right, we're you're going to get it back in a minute and a half." Yeah, we're running these three plays and then we're punting. So not going to work. The they defense over there, like, could you maybe somebody pretend you're hurt? For God's yeah. sakes, if 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 it wasn't for NBC's commercial breaks being five minutes long, yeah, I think some of the Bears would have passed out.
1: It's only a chance a bear, you know, the Bears had to run to the can. Like, I gotta. I got a piss. Can you guys at least get a first down? Jesus. And then, of course, they gave up 200 yards rushing to the Packers. This is not a good start to the uh, – to the, what did you call him in the news later? Uh, hit someone, idiot. What was that?
0: Hey, idiot, tackle somebody. That That's was it. for uh, Jalen Johnson, who twice has just tried to blow guys up along the sidelines and hasn't wrapped either one of them up. Now, when he did it against the Niners, he did it right in front of eberflus and got his ass right. chewed on the field. He basically got his, like, loaf handed to him. Like, all right, buddy, yeah. you've got one. <laughs> I would think that was a pretty ugly... Uh, they would have gotten it home late last night, early this morning, and had to yep. schlup it in because they got to play on Sunday. And got all got graded today.
1: No, I bet that was fun. Because there yeah. was a
0: lot... Of, and I understand it. They were on the field way too long. But there was a lot of jogging, which is not... That's they're mm-hmm. apparently very very picky about that. So some guys are getting some extra cardio this week. So they'll be mm-hmm. they'll be ready to go for loveys Texans. Mm-hmm. Terrific. Yeah, a lot of criticism of uh, why did Just Fields only throw eleven passes? Do you know how many offensive plays the Bears ran?
1: Well, I'm not. I could look it up, but you tell you tell tell the folks at tell the good folks at home.
0: Forty one. <laughs> you Typically, if you run 70, it's like, boy, we didn't have the ball very much. They ran 41 yeah. plays. I believe he dropped, so they ran the ball 30 times, but I believe five of those were him dropping back to pass and then running. Yeah. So it wasn't as skewed as people think. Plus the two long drives they had, uh, passing would have just screwed them up. They only threw one <laughs> pass on the first drive. That was the, the pass where they f- handed it to Montgomery and he flipped it back to fields and fields threw it to Aquanimous. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't complete a pass at all on the one. where they, How about this? On the on that drive where they got stopped at the inch line, the Bears rushed for 103 yards on the drive.
1: <laughs> That's hard to do in one drive. <laughs> 103
0: yards and they didn't score.
1: Oh, God. Boy, that sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It was funny, though, for a game that was, you know, it, it happened the way I thought it was. I mean, here's the Bears in game two of their rebuild against the Packers, a team who thinks they're going to go to a Super Bowl. So there's a little talent gap. And the Packers played like it. They pretty much... Um... Actually, if I were them, I'd be like, how did we only score three points in the second half?
1: Yeah, you kind of think we should have won by more than 17. Yeah. I mean, it
0: felt like it was a 50-point blowout and it was 17. It, did. it did. yeah. Um
1: Well, I think there was a lot of fault. We talked about it. There was a lot of false hope. Raised, oh, we beat the Niners. Yeah, but it's a mountain. Yeah, both. Yeah, games. but it was false yeah.
0: hope among morons.
1: Well, right? but are there? Are, th- you were describing the majority of I mean, our Bears. Yeah, but up. like are you and not?
0: I, we so we talked about it. We picked the game. Both of us picked the Packers and didn't think the it's Bears like, were going to cover. Right, and the Packers won, and the Bears didn't cover. So I it shouldn't come as a huge shock. It's um.
1: Well, it doesn't come as shock to us, but I think it came to a shock to a lot of fans. Yeah, for well,
0: something. there's, I mean, I think there's a lot of shock to some Bear fans when they wake up and the sun has come back up again. They're just su- surprised by it again. What is the, what is that fireball in the sky? Was that there <laughs> yesterday? Yes, it was. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's a lot of dumb. It's, you know, the, the, we talked about this before, the Bear fan base is, is you get all the you get all the dumbest Cub fans and dumbest White Sox fans combined. Think about right. how many that is. Plus, then you sprinkle in the smart guys like us, and we're overmatched.
1: Right. Yes, we are. We don't have
0: it. We don't have any hope. Right. So for all of that, uh, basically, a game that was a that was a shellacking. Uh, there, it there's somehow there's one play that everybody. Can spend all day arguing about as as though that one play was going to have completely changed the outcome of the game.
1: Which it clearly would not have.
0: No. And so I decided today to try I last night I put myself in the um, I decided okay, I'm going to I'm gonna think like Luke Getze. I'm gonna think like a guy <laughs> who not only played quarterback for but was a graduate assistant for Dave Wanstead at Pitt. I'm gonna sit there and that's because those those two things are both true of Luke Getze. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he learned a lot of stuff somewhere else.
1: Yeah, right. I was gonna say, hopefully, there was a correspondence course somewhere in the uh, in the mix.
0: So I'm like, okay, why were you, why were they in the shotgun at when the ball is? It wasn't at the one inch line; it was about 18 inches away. Not it wasn't very far. It wasn't very far. If you sneeze, the ball rolls into the end zone. Yeah. And so my immediate thought, and my thought, like I thought it during the game. Not that they were in the shotgun, but Chris Collinsworth was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." You got three hundred and ninety pound Kenny Clark, and you got three hundred and thirty pound Sam Musser, and I thought, oh, that's a, that's not a good matchup. No, like number one, yeah. Sam weighs three hundred and thirty two pounds if he's got forty pounds of turkey in his pockets. Right, he is that is not he is not that big. That's that's yeah. a football listing. Like, oh Jesus, what are you? Yeah, you're gonna list you at three thirty. Right. Um, I said okay, so they can't, they can't just go straight ahead because if they do. This is not going to work. Uh-huh. Um, so typically then what you do is you have to, you know, you go off one side or the other. Tom Brady runs quarterback sneak all the time. And he he's never, the, never, the, never the, doesn't he's score. The
1: he's the best at it.
0: So you have to, your center, is, your center and your guard are going to have to take angles on the big fat guy to move him. Because if you try to go straight ahead, you're not going to. And then I didn't think of it at the time, but I thought of it later. The Bears had to play early in the game, actually on the first touchdown drive, right? right before the flea flicker, where Mustafer had to snap the ball and he had to crash down on the tackle who was lined up over the guard. He had to hike the ball and immediately go to his right as hard as he could. And what happened? The snap laid on the ground between him and Justin Fields until Tevin found it. Right. Because he, he, one of the two guys, or maybe both of them, screwed that up. And that happens quite a bit. There's two things centers can do. They can snap the ball and try to get get a cheat on their block and the snap doesn't end up as far back in their nuts as the quarterback is used to. Or sometimes they have to do a little half step and they step on the quarterback. See that a all? Right. Right. So I had a I had a hunch that that was part of the reason why they were like, we'll just we'll just put fields, we'll just run this out of the shotgun and our little fast quarterback will just run him straight ahead, and hopefully, magically, a hole will appear, and he will <laughs> fall through it. Mm-hmm. On the replay, there is a hole, but it's 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 a guy and a half to Fields right. I mean, you'd have yeah. to be – I don't know that Barry Sanders would have found that hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just flop him up and right behind the center. Everybody stood up at the line. There is no surge. It's not – the Bears are not pushing the Packers into the end zone. No. And they don't score, although it's pretty clear they did score. But they did. It's pretty
1: clear, but but the replay, but that replay, you really couldn't look. If we were, if was, if the shoe was on the other foot, we'd be like, you can't see the ball, you cannot overturn that.
0: You know, I think. Yeah, that's but if the shoe was on the other foot, you know damn well it would have been a touchdown.
1: <laughs> well, that's a different issue. If Aaron right? Rodgers, talk about the uh, yeah, okay, if Aaron, a if that was
0: Aaron Rodgers, that would have been a touchdown. There would have been a penalty for the Bears touching him.
1: Probably, right? although
0: honestly, do you want to touch him?
1: I, I he's so no, he he has not I mean, he shower. Doesn't
0: long. shower and. Covered in, I mean, I don't know. I, I would. He's got to sweat ayahuasca at this point.
1: Probably, yeah, so,
0: yeah. I'm kind of worried about. Yeah. it. Did, I wonder. I hope. I hope Travis Gibson can pass a drug test this week.
1: It <laughs> just think osmosis to get yeah, into him. Right.
0: I'm sure Aaron has a medical exemption, but I doubt that well, Travis has it. It's not even. Well, a it's a holistic. He has a holistic exemption.
1: He's, as I said, uh, he's immunized, but evidently wasn't immunized against the uh, Robert Quinn. So um no but you you made a you you made a, a well-reasoned argument in your I, not def-
0: I was not trying to defend the call i was trying to explain why i think they did what they did and that okay fair enough, fair and enough. that it was not completely honestly if you block it it's a touchdown just like yeah. if you line up and you have him try to stick the ball over if you block it it's going to be a touchdown my opinion in shotgun was, is did not mean this play can't work and that's Cap and everybody else, I knew it as soon as I turned on that post game show with Cap. That's the first thing he said. And Alex Brown was like, I thought you were going to at least wait 30 seconds, and he was all over.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately, I did not watch that show, but but look, I do think that was some galaxy brain thinking there, though. You know, that was very Matt Nagy esque. And could the play have worked? Yes, you know, what would have worked better is if he just lined up at the line of scrimmage, took the ball, and snuck it in.
0: Well, maybe
1: I, I just. I, you're just not giving him.
0: How many of the yards had they, gained, though, running the ball right up the middle?
1: Yeah, but on you're, those, you're. on those you're, two drives. You're anywhere between one and 18 inches. You've got to just be able to, you've got to be able to get that in. And any, and going into the shotgun in that situation. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's the old. Yeah, that's the old. If you can't it, gain a yard and a half, you don't deserve to win. Well, guess what? Well, it
1: wasn't a yard and a half, though. It wasn't a yard and a half. It was, it was half a yard at most. Right. Sorry. 18, it was 18
0: like, inches. It was a, foot and a half, not a yard and a
1: half. Yeah, and that's the thing. They, they have to get that in. And their, their best chance is just to get that. Justin Fields is big enough and strong enough. They could have got him in. They could have had everybody behind him pushing him forward. You know what I mean? They could have gotten that in. That was just a bit. It's a type of. call. Just, I'll just say this. If Matt Nagy had made that, put him in the shotgun, we would have all been lose. All of us have been losing our minds. Well, say, what thrown. is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was such a galaxy brain call. You don't need to be in the shotgun in that situation. Yeah. Could it have worked? Sure. Just line up at the line of scrimmage, take the ball and sneak it like Tom Brady has done 10 billion times. We don't have to overcomplicate this thing here. Did that cost him the game? No. Was that a good decision? It was a terrible, in my opinion, in my view, a terrible decision. Right. But, again, does it cost them the game? No. They lose by 17. So our, the argument that that cost them the game is is.
0: Ridiculous. So another thing another thing it reminded okay. me of, which I, I don't know if we talked about this I remember this crap or not. Uh, God for knows what we've talked about on that show. Um <laughs> Dick, and this may have been this maybe making shit up as far as the old man meddling. Uh, he claimed that Hallis kept his nose out of Ditka's coaching, except for one thing. Either Ditka's first or second game, the Bears had a goal line they had goal to go. And I think they ran two or three plays and didn't score. And the next day, when Ditka went down to the mail room, which I can believe that the Bears had a mail room in 1982, or, um, in his mailbox was a single sheet of paper with three plays, three goal line plays, drawn up by George House. He didn't. He didn't say a word. He didn't tell him you have to run them. He basically just like said, "Here you go." I mean, if you mm-hmm. need these you got them yeah um,
1: none of them were the shotgun by the way
0: no well George would have known what the shotgun. what the was.
1: shotgun was yes of course like, of course so
0: he would have said we can't afford we can't afford to run the shotgun <laughs> um, okay so that's another thing that I part of the reason why I it had had I gotten had Nagy done it I would have gone nuts is that this would have been year five of Matt Nagy. and what it would have meant was Matt still hasn't fucking learned a thing. This is game two for Luke Getze. And it's just like the fact, I mean, if you look at on defense, Kyler Gordon got destroyed. He gave up 10 passes for more than 160 yards where he was the primary defender. Jaquan Brisker repeatedly lost the edge on runs. Most likely gave up more than 100 yards, most likely himself, to those two running backs. Well, it's the first road game the two have ever played in the NFL. Uh, and they're not exactly surrounded by it's not like you've plugged two rookies in to the Packers' defense. Right. You know, these are two guys who are like hey, you're our second and third best guys on defense. Now <laughs> yeah, good me- luck
1: immediately. Right. Like, don't fuck maybe up. Third, maybe third maybe and fourth. Maybe yeah, you go Roquan and, and Big Bob. Right. Big Play Bob. Guys oh, yeah. are
0: going to guys are going to fuck stuff up. Sure. Uh, what you can't have is guys continuing to fuck stuff up. Right. Like you get to screw this stuff up once. You do it again, you know, it's the old uh, Chelsea Ross. You know, guy goes, uh, gets naked and hollers at the moon. That's one thing. <laughs> Same guy does it in your living room and you got to deal with it.
1: Kind of forced to deal with it. Uh,
0: so, that was my, you know, you know me. I'm a very, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a reactionary at all.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: But I pretty calmly watched that last night. Like, yeah, this is kind of what I suspected we were going to get.
1: Yeah, well, it would have been great had out.
0: we not gotten it, but I... Couldn't find a reason why we weren't going to get what we got.
1: And we got well, it. I was ready. To, I was ready to hide strap the Bears coaching staff to a pine rail and run them up the uh, the, the Monon the line. Online.
0: The Monon. La- <laughs> what is that?
1: I think it's a Monon line. You know.
0: That was that's Indiana. You went to famous, college in Indiana. You may have to know what he's talking about.
1: A famous Indiana railroad. Where rail is railroad, Hickory railroad, in regard
0: line. in uh, in uh, relation to West Lafayette?
1: Well, I, I'm going to say it's south.
0: Because what was it It's um, Is it Milan Indiana It's based on a real Yes thing. Yeah Right Fans are like What Why? What are we now, talking now about, we're about talking it? about Hoosiers
1: Yeah I'll get my friend Jason on He can tell you all at about least the, get you, the, the At least try to that.
0: stick to the same sport Yeah all right, yeah. I'll drop
1: wait, 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 wait. So, were you going to say what the three plays were that Hallis put in in uh, in the in the mailroom for coach? Or did no? They just in? said
0: they were three goal three goal line plays. Like you might oh, want to okay. put He's these in.
1: Okay. And what did coach do with it? Did he do anything with it?
0: He probably. He, ever...
1: it. <laughs> he probably smoked it.
0: I mean, that's when Divka was Dan Campbell. Yeah. You know, I mean, just a lot of yelling and screaming and break punching blockers and getting a perm. Dan would. Dan goes to Starbucks and orders six gallons of coffee. Ditka went and got his hair dyed orange and got a perm. That was otherwise it was the same guy.
1: Can I just say we really don't as we don't talk enough about the Ditka perm. We really should talk. About it. <laughs> you should do a whole remember this crap based on the Ditka perm.
0: I mean, would it kill Eberflus to try it?
1: Uh, certainly wouldn't. I mean, Joe Madden supposedly got a mohawk. Well, I was going to say, you know what
0: happened to Port Matt Eberflus? He'd get the perm and dyed orange, and on the way to the, <laughs> on the way, Ryan Poles would call him and tell him, "Yeah, you can turn around. Your key card doesn't work anymore, Matt."
1: <laughs> right, right. Your parking spot's taken, pal. Put those orange cones in them.
0: I mean, the other thing though is, um, if you're, let's say, you find Matt Eberflus's, um, like you find one of his credit cards or his his debit card.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, we know. Like we know what the pin code is, right? Yeah, it's it's HITS. It's, yeah, it's four four, four four eight seven. His pin code for everything is four four eight seven. You can get you can get you right. into Hallis Hall. Right. You know, he's probably I don't know who the official bank PNC, the the official bank of the Bears still. His PNC banking card. All he that. Probably
1: get, he can get you to Lucas Oil Stadium with that code, probably.
0: I mean, I've been using his I've been using his Netflix account ever since. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I thought that the most impressive play of the game was uh, was Pat O'Donnell's 72-yard punt.
1: That was quite a punt. Quite a punt. Oh, I thought it was 50. funny
0: because it was like, all right, that was awesome. You kicked it right into the end zone. It's best bare field position of the day. Thanks, Pat. Maybe, you <laughs> maybe kick that ball 65 yards, and they get the ball to five. So you kick it 72, yeah. and it's a net 52. Way to go, loser. That's why we let yeah. you go and got Trenton Gill.
1: Yeah, you suck. Have you, have you
0: have you tried to mop up the field for Mason Crosby with a towel yet? No, you're not a team player. Enjoy <laughs> right. your time up there in the land of cheese.
1: Cheese and brat stops.
0: It is funny though. I mean, I when I'm doing the little running diaries of the games, I will I'll look on Twitter to try to find play. You know of the plays to put in to enhance the reading pleasure of the audience
1: yes I notice that I, I enjoy it
0: when I do it during the games though it's problematic because I tend oh. to find ones that are from like random Twitter users who I never know quite who I'm embedding into the thing but also uh, you get a lot of the ref, refs suck they blew this they blew that which is true but I don't want to harp on uh, on poor officiating but there were a couple of things a couple of real eye scratch- Can you, I don't want to scratch your eye
1: no, don't scratch my head. Scratchers.
0: The 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 most obvious one, the one Collinsworth literally laughed about.
1: Oh, hold The the Elton
0: Jenkins, where he tried to tackle Travis Gibson, although Travis kept powered right through him and sacked Rogers. They picked the flag up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean the, when, when when Collinsworth is like, you know, saying that's a ridiculous play, penalty, they didn't call him the Packers, you know it was pretty obvious.
0: But the other one was on an Amari Rodgers punt return, where the the bears gunner the packer block uh, turns it just shoves him in the back like 10 yards up the field right in front of everybody yeah terrible right it was almost like it was so blatant that the refs were like wait a minute is that he, is that's legal right he wouldn't have done that if that wasn't legal it's like no right. that's not legal that's literally a block in the back because he's blocking him in the back right now that right. was the one where Rodgers almost fumbled the ball to the bears which mm-hmm. is, that would have been nice but he didn't and no no flag don't call that yeah. no I don't need that. It's all
1: good. It was. Uh, it was a, a poorly officiated game.
0: It was. It was reminiscent, although not quite to the level of the Monday night game in Pittsburgh. That's the mm. old timer. Yeah. The Cassius Marsh celebration, the taunting, right. the Phantom taunting, and then the. Well, and we did get. We kind of got one. Kendall Vildor on the very first play of the game, got called for a low block by a defensive player, on a play. Hey. Where in typical Kindle Vildor fashion, he didn't hit anybody.
1: <laughs> that was a weird one.
0: That was, uh, James Daniels got called for that, for for blocking below the waist in the tackle box against the Steelers. When he wasn't in the tackle box and he didn't actually block anybody. Right. So, fun times. Fun times. Yeah. I don't know if well, you saw a to... quote from our friend James. Um, you know, He's a Steeler now. And he was lamenting the fact he goes, Oh, "Oh, this looks like a lot of games that I've played in where uh, the defense is playing great and our offense we just can't get anything going. It's like, Well, Um, maybe it's you, James. But also there's (laughs) another there's right now there's another thread to many of those games. Mm -hmm. Mitch.
1: Yes. But
0: we got our own problems.
1: Well we certainly do. Can't worry about we can't worry about the Steelers' problems. We got our own problems. Yeah. Yeah. I do like how they were saying uh, during the Steelers game. You know, with the Thursday night game, you're probably not going to be able to replace
0: Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the fans were chanting for Kenny Pickett.
1: Yeah, like in the first after the first play of the game. Kenny, yeah. Kenny. It, it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But goes to show you, there's there are not enough quarterbacks to go around. It's
1: hard to believe because there's so many bad quarterbacks. It's really hard to believe.
0: It's a good thing that the Niners managed to hang on to their beloved Jimmy oh because oh they immediately my. needed him when uh, Trey Lance's foot was pointing in the wrong direction. Yeah. Wow. I'm no orthopedist, but I thought that was a bad sign.
1: Yeah, that was probably not good. So he's out for the year, but they do have Jimmy G, who. uh who you thought at one point would be a bear? If I recall,
0: I just seemed like it was the perfect.
1: Yeah, you
0: know, he's bear's kind of guy. All of it, you know, local guy, handsome, overrated. Just the kind of guy that the bear guy who could just almost—he's almost good enough, but he's not. He's like, not. There's a reason yeah. the Niners. Like I know he took us to a Super Bowl and almost to another one, but he's kind of the reason we didn't win the Super Bowl, and he's kind of the reason we didn't go to the other one. Yeah. But he is handsome and he does seem like a nice guy.
1: Very nice man. Yeah. Wonderful man.
0: I have no idea. But yeah, okay. Yeah, Jimmy seems all right. Um <clears throat> Yeah, so uh, the Sunday night Sunday night is not quite as bad as the old Monday night broadcast where um the I always had a problem with the fact that they, they seemed to do the Monday Night games like people had never seen any of these players before. So you had to get all the, you know, oh, this is this is why this guy sucks, and this is why this guy's the greatest. And they, NBC does a little better job than ABC, ESPN used to do of treating it more like a regular game. But right. you still get too much um, Collinsworth yucking it up and telling you what a wonderful guy Aaron Rodgers is. Buddy, we that ship sailed a long time ago. We know, we all know way too much about him.
1: Yeah, and Mike to, Mike Mike Tirico, uh, and Mike Torrego didn't help with the. Oh, there's no more. What did he call him? The deepest thinker in the NFL. Yeah. What yeah. Mike, 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 yeah. Mike? Mike?
0: Mike? Mike? Come on now. Yeah. Mike must be a lot of fun with. Uh, he every infomercial must fascinate Mike Torrego. God. hey honey, do we have car shield? I think we should get it. what
1: honey, what does Ron Popeil have his own credit card? <laughs> <laughs> can we get can we get the pocket fisherman? Still, is that still around?
0: I wasn't gonna buy this, but they'll get if you just pay shipping and hand separate shipping and hand. They'll send you two of them.
1: <laughs> honey, listen to this. This is you said it and forget it.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's. It's a fryer, but instead of oil, it just uses air.
1: Right. See, you don't need a toupee. You just <laughs> take a spray can and spray <laughs> it on your head. It's fantastic. <laughs>
0: <sighs> so I got that going for him, which is nice.
1: Yeah. I guess we can, I guess Rob Peel will no longer be sponsoring the show, the podcast, but mm. it's too bad.
0: That's right. Just don't say anything bad about Flex Seal. Oh,
1: well, that's the the holy grail.
0: Yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. I will admit that I do. There are things I've actually used Flex Steel on, and it yeah. should actually works.
1: Hey, Flex Steel, climb aboard. This is where you want to be.
0: Seems like a perfect segue. <laughs> the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings, a casino, Queen Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team and to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Do you think that's enough?
1: Plenty. I that's have not more enough. than enough. No. It's no, not it's enough. not enough. Oh, my goodness. There it's not go.
0: enough. Everyone, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Remember that Ooh, early win more. stuff? Pff, that's, that's yesterday. Now we've moved right. on to stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add – you can boost your winnings by up to 100 percent with payouts wow. bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? Now you'd be stupid to. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code Pointless to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code Pointless only at DraftKings, the Casino Queen Sportsbook. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537, 21 or older, Illinois only, bonus issued as is free bets, one boost per eligible game, opt-in required. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. So okay. I'm yeah. sure you saw the, uh, I was watching Red Zone, and there was a, there was a DraftKings promo that fi- f- Popped up on the screen. They're promoting the Sunday night game. And over here, you could see they had three Packers. They had Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and they had Aaron mm-hmm. Jones, and they had Romeo Dobbs, which seemed a little aggressive, but that's fine. And then over here, they had the Bears, mm-hmm. Justin Fields, David Montgomery, and good old number 86. Number 86. <laughs> so I'm like, who's 86? So I went Ooh, and looked scenes. at the roster. There is no 86. And it didn't look like Bob Parsons. No, it didn't, uh, look like, say. It didn't look like Brad Anderson. He was 86 on the Super Bowl team.
1: Okay. well, 86 is certainly always going to be the Bears fans of a certain age. 86 is always Bob Parsons. Yeah.
0: yeah. Wasn't Cap Boso also 86?
1: Well, it's Bob Parsons. Let's just stop. Did right Bob there. Parsons
0: he- ever get up from a big catch and have an entire three yards of football turf stuck inside his face mask?
1: I, I have argued repeatedly that the number 86 should be retired across <laughs> all of the NFL in honor of Bob, Bob Parsons. I'll take that to my grave.
0: Now was Bob, a tight end who punted or a punter who tight ended.
1: See, I always felt he was a punter. So, you know, yes, he played some tight end, but yeah. when do you see number 86 lined up, ready to punt? So you just, you know, the that thrills. Was,
0: that was <laughs> prime George Halas. Wait a minute. Oh, uh. The guy can do two things. And right. We can only have to pay him once because Bob was. I don't think I'm exaggerating. Bob was the Shohei Ohtani of his time.
1: <laughs> no exaggeration at all. Yeah. If it yeah. wasn't
0: for Bob, there would have there would have never been a there would never been Bo Jackson, Deion right. Sanders, Yep. Shohei Ohtani. And Bob. Yeah. Bob yeah. paved Dan, the way.
1: Danny Ainge. <laughs> Danny, that's
0: right. Danny Ainge.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bob. Bob is the is the root of it all.
0: Well, let's see here. So, Bob punted in parts of... uh,
1: 27 seasons.
0: A long time. 1973 to 1983. So, 11 11 seasons. 11 seasons. He was the Bears' primary punter in 10 of those. And Mm. you'll be amazed to know that he led the league in punts. Actually, this seems low, given those teams. Mm -hmm. Twice. Led the NFL in punts.
1: it does seem low. That's that's disappointing.
0: Uh, Disappointing. He also... uh, Bob Parson's longest punt was in 1982 during strike year. Maybe mm-hmm. the kick, maybe the punt returner was on strike.
1: Eighty-one yeah, okay. yards. Wow, 80. eighty-one yards. My goodness. Take for, that, Patrick Donald. For
0: his career as a as a wide receiver or a tight end. Yeah. Uh,
1: four catches, six yards.
0: Nineteen catches, two hundred thirty-one yards, four touchdowns. I okay. <laughs> was. So I think we can probably solve the. Was he a punter? Who tight ended or a tight end who punted? He was a punter. He was occasionally tight ended. Was, yes. Uh, for his career, though passing, uh, seven of thirteen for 131 yards. Oh, no touchdowns, but also no interceptions. And in 1977, actually, he had a quite a streak. 1976 yeah. and 1977 combined six for six for 109 yards.
1: Uh, those are Hall of Fame numbers my friend you extrapolate that did he I'm curious did he ha- did he ever line up to kick a field goal or were there any field goal attempts for Bob Parsons? he did not uh how did that not happen
0: uh he did he... He, here's okay this is man he really was show eight. so 1973, <laughs>
1: 1973
0: he was a, he was a tight end he played in uh 14 games as a tight end and he lit it up he caught a pass. No, he caught uh, two, two passes for 23 yards, so well ahead of Cole Komet's That's current okay. Okay. Um, um, pace. pace. He punted four times, mm-hmm. and he returned two kickoffs.
1: For a combined total of 15 yards. <laughs> nice.
0: So I'm sure both of them were eight yards deep in the end zone. And Bob's like, oh, we bring these out. <laughs> The Bears I got this. Got to the get seven this. and a half both times.
1: Watch me work, fellas.
0: <sighs> I had if no idea, gets... Bob was such a multi faceted. Um... Yeah. You know where he went to college? I'm just going to get on all the Bob Parsons.
1: Uh, Morehead State University.
0: Oh, no, he's a big. He played the Big Ten.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, I uh, didn't at
0: the time though. Oh, I've given it away. I think.
1: Oh, uh, so Mary. Oh, okay. Maryland. Rutgers. Penn State. Penn State. Oh, oh okay. They would have still been I, independent back then. I still say Moorhead State University. I'm, I'm his, going with
0: that. And his middle name,
1: Montgomery Robert Montgomery Parsons. That
0: would be good. Yeah, <laughs> just like, it's like Bobby Knight. <laughs> I, maybe it's a typo in base in football reference. Uh, Robert yeah. Herber. Herbert without the T. Herbert Robert Herbert Parsons. Well, you don't Herber. want to be Robert Herbert. Robert Herbert is as bad to say as Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon. Right. Right. Robert Herbert. Robert Herbert Parsons. Mm-hmm. It's a possible to mm-hmm. say. Yeah. There you go. And this uh, gang has been Bob Parsons Corner.
1: You guys should do remember this Bob Parsons. A recurring feature
0: the on the Bears podcast. Every week we will delve into another 15 minutes of Bob Parsons. Ah. Uh, yes. We're just going to regale you with Bob Parsons. Uh, talks.
1: Well, the way we got here is because, of course, uh, uh We were saying that uh, they they use number 86 in the promo when there is no 86.
0: That's right. Yeah. I believe perhaps that was – I I suspicion I didn't look. I think maybe Dante Pettis may have worn 86 in the preseason. Hmm. That's still kind of sad. The Bears are like, oh, you know who's really good for them? Dante Pettis. Mm -hmm, called a touchdown mm -hmm. pass last week. All right, well, he can be in there. Right. So uh, I was just looking at this. In two games, Justin Fields has had a pretty solid half of passing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He is 15 of 28 for
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, 53
0: 53 uh, percent, 191 yards, two touchdowns. It's pretty good. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. It's a good. It's a good sell. 30 minutes of quarterbacking, all wrapped into 120 minutes of football. Absolutely. So we're going to need to see a little more from. uh, from Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole Kmet and Darnell Mooney have combined for two catches. For eight for four yards. I said okay. eight because originally Mooney had one catch for eight yards, and he caught another one last night for minus four.
1: Great. That's so, great.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um the Bears leading do you know who the Bears leading receiver is in terms of catches?
1: See, I don't want to, um hmm. Bob Parsons.
0: <laughs> this is Bob Parsons.
1: <laughs> I don't know how he did it. It. Didn't even see it. it.
0: David Montgomery. Oh. With five. Five. Five catches in two weeks. Play no, that. no, I'm wrong. No, I am right. I am right. I looked at the wrong number. Equinemius St. Brown has been targeted seven times, but he only has three catches. Oh. oh, my goodness. And he is second on the Bears with three. Okay. After two games, second-leading receiver has three catches. Terrific. So
1: Things are going great. Things are going great in the new... Just the way they drew it up. Meet the new Bears. Uh, same as the old Bears.
0: Dave Montgomery um, did not have a good game in the opener. Uh, I believe he ran for 27 yards on 17 carries. like that. Yep, yep. He took care of that uh, with his mm-hmm. second game. He now is up to... Uh, He's averaging four and a half yards of carry now. Khalil Herbert's averaging just over six. Right. So, so they can run it, but that's about it. Um, defensively, um, I thought they had a surprisingly... I thought they put a fair amount of pressure on Aaron Rodgers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they seem to have a little issue with the tackling.
1: That's yeah. The yes. hits for several, the That's the hits.
0: third part. It's the T.
1: I was gonna say, doesn't T stand for tackling? That's the or... T. Yes. Okay.
0: Actually, it's yeah. not, is it?
1: No, it's not. Hustle uh, intensity.
0: It... That's take care of the ball and take the ball away.
1: Yeah, so it should be tackling, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be too. That's too many T's. Right. You gotta give. You gotta give one up, and they gave up yeah. to tackling.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: They had a whole workshop. They spent six hours on it one day, and they like, oh, We got it. One's got to go. Well, if you take the ball away, you don't have to tackle. You just take the ball. Let's do that.
1: Tackling overrated, by the way.
0: Yeah. So if we tackle them, they get the ball where we tackled them? No, no, no. We want to take the ball away. No more tackling. Guys, enough with the tackling. Get the ball.
1: That's it. You don't need to tackle. Get the ball.
0: So a lot was made of the move of Roquan Smith from the uh, middle linebacker to the will linebacker.
1: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And so far through two weeks, we've seen a lot of Roquan. Uh, we've seen a lot of Roquan's back, chasing guys <laughs> from behind. That's probably not a, good,
1: that's not a good. That's not a good thing, is yeah. it?
0: Now it's it's two games, and Roquan's good. So I right. I am of the opinion that he probably will sort this out.
1: I would think so. I there would are already so. Bear
0: fans who are immediately like moving, just moving back to the middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. I'd like mm-hmm. those Bear fans to explain in great detail, which I'm sure they can what the duties of the middle linebacker are as opposed to the will linebacker in the defense.
1: Well, uh, Andy, good luck. I have uh, Chuck from Cicero is online. <laughs> too. He's going to talk right. to you about their Here's what they do.
0: Now you're going to line up behind the three technique. And you're going to you're gonna shade him to the inside. It's going to depend on where the strong side of the formation is. You're going to shade away from the strong side. Okay, well fine, Chuck. So you do understand.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you need me, I'll, I'll be at the bar called. He's not here, uh, fellas.
0: Okay, Chuck, thank you. I should chime in. All right, should we play a game of is this a real guy from the Bears? This could be, I I might be making this up, or this could be an actual player from the Bears stat sheet.
1: This is a brand new uh, feature here. I can't. We can't just gloss over this. Is this a real? I like this game. Is this, is this, a, this a, real a real guy? guy? Okay. Why
0: we're gonna be able to play this. Honestly, that would be a great game to play with the Cub roster too, because <laughs> oh, the sure. Cubs right. are constantly yeah. a tune in a game and there's a guy on the. It's like, wait a minute, is this or is it the Randy Hundley? Are they filming the Randy Hundley Fantasy Camp? Or is this guy a <laughs> <in the> big <laughs> leaguer <laughs> now?
1: Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with. Is this a guy? I like it.
0: All right, do the Bears have a guy named Kingsley Jonathan?
1: Wow, that's a great name, Kingsley Jonathan. I'm going to say yes, he's a real guy.
0: They do. Kingsley Jonathan is a defensive lineman. Wow. 24-year-old defensive lineman. He sounds like he should be from, like, Aruba. Uh Uh-huh. Kingsley. He is from Baltimore. Uh Uh-huh. And I don't know. It doesn't say where he went to. I'm just going to assume he didn't go to college. He just was
1: he was he was so good he was drafted in the first round immediately out of high school
0: like Otis Sistrunk Remember him play for the Raiders he didn't he didn't didn't go to college and uh Danny Dan said he was from the University of Mars
1: That's <laughs> the thing. University
0: of Hard Knocks Kings went to Syracuse oh sorry that's triggering oh, no yeah he's yeah. he he easy
1: you know I don't want to t- you know I held my tongue because as bad as the Bears game was officiated the uh, that game was officiated twice as badly so
0: I'll leave that but he did Kingsley Jonathan went to Syracuse
1: okay there we go
0: so is there anything oh oh I gotta talk about the
1: wait we have no more we have no more is is this a real guy uh, no. game or well, is I, that- could, oh. I, we're not, I suppose because I right. gotta run out of guys no, no, it's okay.
0: There's always going to be guys. Uh... Mm-hmm. This can't be real. Bradenton Comquat. Real guy or not?
1: That can't be real. No, not Comquat. Comquat.
0: Bradenton would be good first <laughs> name, though.
1: Bradenton's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Bradenton Phillips. That's he might have had me there.
0: So um because of where I live, my my one televised postseason or post game option is the football after show on Comcast Sportsnet Chicago. Mm. And for years it had been it used to be Lawrence Holmes, Olin Cruz, uh, Alex Brown, and Lance Briggs. Right. They had Jerry Azuma for a while, but that was pretty much the, that was the lineup at its heyday.
1: Right. The salad days.
0: Then uh, Lawrence Holmes got uh, basically the uh, Comiskey Sports in Chicago signed Kaplan to a big contract extension. He was like we got we don't have the Cubs anymore. We need to, he needs something to do, so they gave him the uh, um, he's he hosted on which is so, out. Cap's good at right. that kind of stuff. Right. All right, Uh But Olin, I'm not sure who he stuffed in a locker, but he lost that job too. And so now <laughs> a per- it was always bad whenever the Bears played on national TV. They added Wani to yeah. the post game, and the reason that they did, I figured out, was especially um, started with them on Monday nights because Wani was doing Fox, Big Fox, on Sundays. But he lives mm-hmm. in Chicago, so he'd be around. So they'd be like, "Hey, you want to come down and do the do it?" So it's like, "Oh, it's a Monday night game. We got stuck with fucking Wani." Ah, well, now this is Wani's only job.
1: You're Wani's right. the
0: oh. third Wani's the third expert. Yeah, and he's just as insightful.
1: Hard to believe Fox would let him go, but yeah.
0: Yes, just as insightful as you would think. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm talking about they were they were he was he was de- he was he got his coaching mind on and he was uh-huh. he was going to explain to us this is a guy who won Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator. He won. He was a defensive coordinator. He won national championships in Miami. I'm sure Miami, of the fact yes. that uh, Jimmy Johnson did all the hard work had nothing to do with it, Dave's success.
1: Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Then he
0: coached the he coached the Bears and the Dolphins uh, and. University of Pittsburgh and Curtis. Curtis.
1: Else. Curtis has got a knee,
0: so he knows all the stuff. He's going to break this down for us. So, um, Caps like, why are they in the shotgun when they're inside the one? Why are they in the shotgun? Uh, uh, and Buani's answer: I don't know. Well, that's good. He should stop there. He then decides he's going to he's going to explain what he as a coach what he wanted his offensive coordinator to do when they have the ball at the inside the one. No, and it was all good. It was get to the line first, sound. Go! Don't let the defense get set for a second. Just take it. Quarterback rams his ass in. It's a touchdown. That would be great. Um. Then he's like, uh, "What I don't like about going on the shotgun there is, yeah, you've got the running back and he can be an extra blocker for you, but in this case, you know, you're gonna you give the ball to the running back and he's got to make a move and he's got to find. It's like, all right, you somehow within the last thirty seconds forgot you were explaining a quarterback sneak out of the shotgun."
1: Pardon me, Coach, uh, the running back never got the ball. <laughs> it's like, Here's your IQ, buddy, zero.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. It's like, uh, Dave, we literally just asked you to explain a quarterback sneak from <laughs> a shotgun, and you somehow have him handing it to the running back.
1: That's the flaw you found in the in the, the play design. Thanks. Thanks, Coach.
0: The other thing he did was, I don't want to accuse Wani of being a football strategy plagiarizer, but.
1: No, never.
0: Uh, last week there was a clip that went around It went. It was an Urban Meyer clip that went viral That for once Urban Like didn't have to like hide from
1: I was so, yeah, this could be a scary thing He wasn't, yeah, go ahead. He wasn't,
0: he wasn't getting grinded By a co-ed in a bar that he co-owns When his team is flying home from a game Right um, He was It was actually from the Alabama I think it might have been halftime analysis Or maybe it was pre-game analysis from Alabama uh, Texas he was talking about how one of the big problems, obviously, Texas was going to have is that they're overmatched. Their offensive line is going to be overmatched by Alabama's offensive line. And he said when he was, uh, his staff came from Utah to Florida, he said, now we're going to the SEC and we're going to have to figure out how we're going to block SEC athletes. He said, I, I, I asked my offensive coordinator, It's like we're going to need five or six plays that we don't have to block anybody. You're gonna to have to scheme up a play where the whole idea is for just get them running as fast as they can in the wrong direction, and we're not gonna hit them, and then we're gonna we're gonna go the other way. And everybody's like, "Hey, that's you know that's good stuff." This is why, even though Urban is a awful prick, that he ends up with TV jobs because you know that's interesting. Right. Bears in the football after show, which I don't want to call football after shave. <laughs> On football after shave. Yeah. Um, hey,
1: what should we call the sh- the the show that comes on after the game? Uh, after after the show, perfect, after the got football. it. It's a, show, it's a
0: show after the football.
1: Uh, after show, oh. okay, that's great, guys. Wow, well it's done. almost like Go what on. they
0: did was they had they made those like you know the coaches love to make the magnets that have the player names on, them. they can move them around on the yeah. whiteboard. It's almost like they had <laughs> they had after football show magnets and they fell off the thing. Yeah, and then actually, right, so probably what happened was the cleaning lady came. She said, I got to clean this she scrubs down the board and she throws them up in random order and they walk in like oh there it is
1: there it is there Focus was a group sign complete. From, signed from god
0: so on football aftershave they like to pick uh, <laughs> each of the guys picks a play from the game and they're going to break it down ah uh, there's one issue they have which is not a small issue only one even though they're nbc right it's in the name nbc sports chicago
1: all right, let me take hold on NBC's. Yeah, I see how you it's in the name. Got the it, Sunday right, okay. night game is on right. NBC. Okay, so it's Sunday night NBC, yes. NBC Sports. Show. Got it. Okay, they I'm following you. Yeah. Can't
0: show any highlights, <laughs> they so, can't get the rights, they so can't get the, they clearance show, to the game? They show screen grabs Ugh. of the play. They'll show like three, they'll show like a basic progression, like maybe mm-hmm. the formation, then they'll a screen grab halfway through, and then maybe a screen grab like towards the end of the play. And they hmm. throw it up on that huge board and the big video board they have, and the guys point and talk about stuff. Oh. Lonnie picked the, and it was a big play in the game. I will give him credit for that. Uh, after, um, it was after. Uh, oh, when Aaron Rodgers I think fumbled the. Anyway, I don't remember what happened. Packers screwed up. They had second twenty-eight. Bears are up seven to three. Mm-hmm. Packers are driving. Second twenty-eight. You're like, oh this. We're going to have to make a punt here. It's going to be great. Well, they ran that little screen pass to Romeo Dobbs. He gained 20 yards. Set up third and eight. They converted it. They went down and scored a touchdown. So, Wani's yeah. going to break down the screen pass and show why it worked. Uh. So, they put it up on the board. The The first picture they show is a really interesting picture. Wani, guess what Wani says. Uh. Uh, you know, I always told my offensive coordinator, we're going to need five or six plays a game where we don't have to block anybody. <laughs> Dave, uh, that little voice in your head that you think gave you that idea, it was Urban Meyer, and you were watching television.
1: Right. That's what that was.
0: Uh, I just, that cracked me up.
1: Ah. Uh,
0: um, he did add something interesting, I thought, although this is also probably bullshit, because who knows what Dave's actually actually knows. Yeah. He said he asked Mike Holmgren one time mm-hmm. <laughs> why the Packers were so good at running screen passes. <laughs> yeah. And Holmgren said, because we run them against the Bears. No, that's not what Holmgren said. Although I'm sure he was tempted, <laughs> you know I mean? tempted to They're say well, can run anything. Well, you guys. It all works.
1: Dave, so. we're playing your defense. What do you <laughs> expect? <stress?
0: laughs> uh, Holmgren said, people get fixated on, um, like, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of different moving parts to the screen. Obviously, you want to get the the whole idea is get the linemen as far up the field, the defensive linemen as far up the field as possible, so when you drop the ball, there's a gap between the linemen and the linebackers and the defensive backs, and hopefully your offensive linemen are in that gap. The linemen are too far to turn around and pursue and tackle, and you've got the linebackers and defensive backs outnumbered. And um, But he said, the, the, the only person who's really important on that part is the quarterback. The quarterback has to be willing to to do whatever it takes to hold the ball as long as possible. And he said Favre would just like just keep backing up. Like Favre would right. be like 30 yards down the, behind the line of scrimmage and then finally throw the screen pass. Mm-hmm. So they showed they had the little screen cap of the screen setup and it's like perfectly set up. Rodgers is probably a good 16 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, it's actually a really good shot of the ball is in the air. Bob Quinn has jumped up to try to bat the ball down, but he mm-hmm. realized he can't get it. Bob has already turned himself and he hasn't even landed yet. And he's turned himself to go start chasing the guy who's going to catch the ball.
1: <laughs>
0: Travis Gibson has recognized that he has turned and he's going to start chasing the guy. And that it was either Armin Watts or Angela Black, so you couldn't really tell because it was blurry.
1: Yeah.
0: is still running after Aaron Rodgers. Like, he still has the ball. Just <laughs> running. And but But the, the part that was impressive then, you look up the Packers' offensive line is perfectly arranged in, basically in line, with little Romeo mm-hmm. tucked in behind them, and there's, like, three bears that you can see. Like, there's nobody <laughs> there to stop this thing. The only way it's going to get stopped without a huge gain is Robert Quinn is going to have to chase Romeo Dobbs down from behind. Now, he's, Bob's fast, but he's not Romeo Dobbs, and he's already, he's in midair, jumping the wrong way. Right. So I thought it was it was actually a pretty good play, but it cracked me up that Wani was gonna drop this astute thing. He's like, I got a good line tonight. Wait till I use the cap, wait till I use this one. We heard it last yeah. week from Urban.
1: <laughs> uh.
0: All right, so uh I don't know like I do you have any do you have anything else you wanna hash? Uh, I-
1: no, I mean, you know, I, I I would just say giving up 200 yards of offense uh, of rushing offense is, is not does is not is not a great sign. Let's put it that way. I, I uh, you know on Twitter I joked instead of the uh, the crap through a goose defense, it's the uh, crap through a flus uh, defense, and you know this is the thing that. You hire a defensive coach, and we've we, we've had this conversation before. But okay, you at least think you're gonna you're gonna have some competence installed in the defense. And giving up 200 yards rushing is, oof, that's uh that's a bit alarming. That's, what do the kids say? It that's a red flag? Is that what the kids say?
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. It's also, um, last I checked, the it's the games aren't decided by the total number of rushing yards. The Bears would Bears would have been pretty good there for a long stretch under Lovey if that was the case.
1: No, I, I understand but you know you're looking at uh, your advanced metrics if you will and oh. you're kind of hoping a little more stout uh defense against the run would be would, would would be a nice encouraging sign. These are things you're you're looking for cuz I don't know I, I mean okay, the Texans. Let's talk about the Texans and we can wrap it up. This is a game you got to think the Bears are going to win this one, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is the first like it was the the Niner game was a, it was a nice game to win. Right. This is the first, like, real test, though, for the Bears. Because kind of, yeah. you played two teams in the first two weeks that were, quite frankly, are just way more talented than you are. Far more talented. They also yeah. played, they literally played the two best pass defenses in the NFC. Right. Um, and so now you get, for the next two weeks, you get the Texans and the Giants. And those are two teams that you should be able to move the ball on. Mm-hmm. There's two teams you should be able to slow down. I mean, the Giants are two and zero, but they haven't exactly lit the world on fire offensively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you're going to get a much better idea of what you've got than you than you have in the first two weeks. This is where you know it's easy to kind of. You this game is kind
1: of—it's it's kind of a measuring stick. Yeah, They're more It's accurate, the first, it's the more first real one you have, which is—if yeah, really you is. play
0: well, if you have to play well to comfort people that you're on the right track. And if you right. don't play well, then it's the first like real alarming thing because going yeah, to Lambeau I, and losing I, by 17 points is—that's no, that's, that's, that's like the Bears thing. That's
1: yeah, <laughs> the Bears have patented that. They try—they try,
0: no. try to sue other teams who go to <laughs> Lambo and get beat at night <laughs> right. by more than 14 points. Like that's our—we have a copyright on that. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to pay us for that. Yeah. And the fact that, um, Lovey, and this was a a stark reminder. Lovey is constantly confused by the clock that goes backwards. He cannot figure that out. I got his timeout strategy, which was infamously terrible with the bears has not gotten better. Right. He botched it three different times in the game against the Broncos. Um, including one, I don't remember who the announcer was. It was like the CBS CT, probably the guys we're getting this week. Andrew yeah, this week. And James Loft. Right. And the whoever the color guy was like, why are they not calling a timeout? What? <laughs> no. It's like, you were just going to, we're just going to sit here and watch 40 seconds go off for no reason. And it was funny. Cause it right. was, I mean, Bronco fans were like, Oh, this feels so good when it happens to the other team. Yeah. 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 You're not going to get a lot. You're not, you're, the in-game strategy—you're not going to get out coached by Lovey, so you, you do would, have yeah. you have a little bit of advantage there. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is—we need to see the Bears actually throw the ball forwards. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Yep. Um, and yeah, this would be a good time for the defense to finally um, stop the the other team from running. They've given up. Um, 379 yards in two weeks. And I think you could probably, oh, it doesn't have the rankings yet. I think you could probably figure out where that ranks in the
1: NFL. Mm, Probably not. How many teams
0: are there? (laughs) That's how you could find out. Just go look and see. So. So And and maybe the other thing we
1: could touch on. I, I don't know why before we get to this spread. I. Why are people upset that Justin Fields said that players in the in the locker room are taking this loss harder than the oh, fans? It making, because no it's,
0: because it's a bunch of fucking barstool jags jack, <laughs> That's why. I remember okay. that one. Remember the one mopey guy last year who didn't think Fields looked enthusiastic enough when he signed his autograph. And he oh yeah that guy up? yeah
1: yeah 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 I remember
0: that guy. It was like you're a fucking grown man, and he's like I'm gonna sign this for you, and he did. He signed it for you, buddy. What's he yeah. supposed to do? Act like, yeah. oh, my God, I can't believe I get to sign for you. Right. Oh, you're the greatest. Oh,
1: yeah. uh, but you, you of course the guys in the locker room feel worse. than that. It's their livelihood. Right. They it was, I, didn't,
0: it. I didn't see the actual question, but, I mean, I saw um, somebody summarizing it, and it was basically, did you feel like you let the fans down more? And basically Justin's answer was, "Um, I'd like to think we take it harder than I. Can you imagine, yeah, would, can would, you imagine would, the shitstorm if he answered it the opposite way? Right. And then it would have been like Justin Fields doesn't even care that the he he cares less than the fans do. We're just right. the fans. We have real jobs. We only focus on football three hours a week. It's his job. They, they would yeah. be killing him. He answered it the, you know, he answered it truthfully, but he also answered it the right way. And he's correct, are absolutely,
1: thrilled. absolutely. And, and we've seen players in the past answer the wow. This game really means more to the fans than than it does to us. Then you're kind of like, what? You don't really care if you beat the Cardinals. It's just more for the fans. I don't get that. So he answers it the way you're supposed to answer. I put it on Twitter. If your favorite TV show gets canceled, who do you think's more pissed—the actors or the fans? <laughs> what is this? Of course, the guys in the locker room are more pissed. It means more to them. Why? How is this even? A, I don't even. I don't even understand. How is this even? What's controversial about this? I don't get it. No, it's. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. like, why is this blowing up? I don't understand this at all.
0: Yeah, I saw that too, and just shook my head. It's like, all right, this, we're gonna manu- we're gonna manufacture a controversy out of uh, thin air, right? Just don't it deserves no oxygen? Just let it. now it's down it up. all by itself. Let's let it. Let's let it die. Okay, so the Bears hosting the Texans,
1: mm.
0: noon on CBS. Okay, I'm sure the networks were fighting over this one.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they were. But
0: the uh, Bears are favored by. Three points. oh! When the home team's favored by three, that's basically
1: – Actually, I guess
0: somebody – I'm Joe Fortenbar, somebody explained that in the current NFL, it's it's probably more like a point and a half or two points for being the home team, which means the Bears, they have them already as a slight favorite, and then they tack on a little more because they're the home team. It used to be the idea was uh, if you saw the home team favored by three, it basically meant Vegas was, I guess, completely even. Right, 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 right. Joe said it's not, I, not quite that I, bad anymore.
1: It's about a point after two points. Now, yeah,
0: you're saying. In other words, they're like, these two teams aren't any good." You, let you here, you guys figure figure out your own.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. All right, so I'm going to say the Bears will cover, but they will not be ahead by ten or more points at any point of the game.
0: I think they will cover, and they will be ahead by ten or more points, and include, Ooh. including 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 by the end of the game. I think that. Oh, uh, I
1: like that. Okay, hey. I think I, I, I think I, Davis Mills I'm is, down with is, that. I'm I think David
0: Mills is better than some people think he is. I also don't think he's really very good cuz I think people think he's really bad. He's not. He's not right. really bad. He's right. kind of bad. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I think that this is the the Bears give Lovey a nice slap.
1: Well, I tell you, this is the type of game where, you know, you, you kind of want a nice stress-free win. You start to feel good. It's also the type of game where if you lose this game it's like, oof. Oh boy, this does not look so good all of a sudden. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, although I mean, I don't want them to lose, but it's like okay. So what? What are the what are the ramifications if you lose this game? Everybody gets fired. No, so you're one of the rebuild. No, it's bad. It's a bad sign. People are going to be bitching about it on media, but it doesn't really. You know,
1: well, I'll tell you what it is. It 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 starts to to bring up feelings of oh god, do we have to put up for three or four years of this shit before we get into a real head coach? I mean, that's like the first, the first right. But it's, step in complete, that direction.
0: This, I, this team is not. It's not like they constructed this team. They didn't build a playoff team and go. Sure. All right, go get. Sure. It. And I sure. can't believe you can't win with this awesome team <laughs> that we've given. It. <laughs> I mean, they right. This, they're basically running a season-long tryout at a bunch of positions. And sure. you don't want to lose to the Texans. But honestly, nothing can really happen in week three. Nothing could happen last week. They could have lost by 60, and it would have sucked, but it wasn't going to really change. This not, is not Mark Trestman losing back-to-back games by 50 points in the second year when he was supposed to have a playoff team. This sure. is
1: But,
0: I, but you if know, you, it's let's but it's funny though. Like bear fans are like, "Yeah, I'm glad. We're, I'm glad we're finally rebuilding because we've been trying to patch this roster together." And then they do it, and then immediately you're like, well, "I can't believe we're bad." It's like well, that was <laughs> the fucking point, right? <clears throat> but I do think I there are teams on your schedule that you should be able to beat, and the Texans are well,
1: certainly going That's to beat. the. I think you're you're really just it's just a search for competence. It's a search for are we headed in the right direction? Do we have the right? Guys, to get this thing—that's that, what you're searching for. So if you, you know, if you lose by ten to the Texans, you're like, uh, "Do we have the right guy?" I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I, you know, I think we both think the Bears are going to win. They should win. Great. Hopefully that'll be the case. It's just one of those games where if you, if you lose, it's going to start a lot of. Uh, hmm, I don't know. I don't know if we got the right team here, guys. Not team. Player wise, but team you know, coaching wise, front office wise, do we have do we have the right guys in place? Because yeah, being fans of Chicago teams, we've seen far too often, way too many <laughs> regimes. You know, we're like, hey, the new coach, you know, new regimes in, and three years later, like, get rid of these idiots, please. Can we yeah. start again? But we're I, just so good. we're so accustomed to it.
0: I mean, I guess I would buy into that more if I thought that when when they were drawing up their free agent list, yeah. Matty Ibrifluis is like, you know who we need? We need all these minimum salary guys. This is who I want. I don't want anybody better than this. This is who I want. These are my guys. When the right. reality of it was, Poles looked at the roster and said, the salary cap is all fucked up. Yep. And we don't have any draft picks. So we can't, we're not going to pursue any top, not, we can't make trades because we don't have any draft picks. The Titans are trying to trade A.J. Brown. He'd be perfect on this team. I don't have any draft picks to give. We can't do it. Sure. We can't go yeah. after him. Um, the free agents who are interested in us while we're rebuilding, the expensive ones, they're not guys we want. Mm-hmm. The old Ryan Pace would have signed a shitload of them. They'd have been, mm-hmm. and we'd have had. They'd have traded for Kenny Galladay, who's going to get cut by the Giants now. Where the Bears tried to give eighteen million dollars to last year. Um, so I guess part of it is it, the realization that this year's just this year they're treating it as a reset. And I, I'm gonna have an awful hard time freaking out if they look bad against in in certain games, and you're like, oh, "This is," um,
1: you don't. But you at the same time, yes, all that's true. At the same time, you don't want to look bad at home against the Texans.
0: You don't want to, but if it happens, it doesn't mean that that they didn't they didn't build a team that's very good. And but did they build? A,
1: but did they build a team good enough to beat the Texans at home? Supposedly, yes. So if you, you don't do that, what does that mean? Well, it, maybe nothing. But it's not. It doesn't That's it, what it I'm saying. I'm saying it's doesn't, disappointing. disappointing. It doesn't it's don't want it to happen.
0: But yeah. it doesn't mean you immediately run out and go. All oh, this, this, these guys will never win anything here. that's right. not the way this works. Doesn't it mean doesn't mean it's going to work.
1: The, yeah, right. It doesn't mean that either. It does, I'm just saying it doesn't sell a lot of confidence, especially when you're no. you know, you, you want to feel you want to feel good. Especially yeah, I mean, for the for
0: by. the progression of the few players on the team who you want to keep, you want them to have some success. You don't want yes. Kyler Gordon to give up another 160 yards this week because you need that guy to be good. You right. you don't want Jaquan Brisker to be out of position every time a running back cuts back like he was last week. They can't repeat. They can't keep repeating the same mistakes. That's a He's sign right. that you're you're not coaching it out of them, or they're yeah. or they can't have it coached out of them, which is.
1: Right. But you, we you got to we sit through 15 want, more of these. I so, but, yeah, gonna, but you, I
0: guarantee you there's going to be a week where they play somebody they should beat and uh, they don't. We've already seen sure. them beat a team they weren't supposed to. That's how right. this there, happens.
1: So they already got that one. But yeah, you, you, you want to see these guys taste some success and at least feel like, okay, we're supposed to beat this team. We beat this team. We're heading in the right direction.
0: That's all I'm saying. Oh, I agree with that. I'm just saying yeah. that there will be people who, if, if they lose to the Texans or they get. They look really bad against the Giants that are gonna be like, Well, see, this clearly isn't gonna work And my thing would be it's whether it's gonna work or not, it's not really very fair to your coaches and your team to basically say, Okay, we're gonna put this team together and we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna how about this, Matt? The roster we put together, as soon as other teams cut players, we're gonna grab seven guys. That's how good the (laughs) roster we're gonna give you is. Right. Seven guys who other NFL teams said, this fucker can't play. We're going to give it to you, and you're going to start him. I mean, that's the situation. that and he knew he, he he came into it willingly. I think he, right. it seems like he picked this over the Jags, who are who have already, of course, the team he left, the Colts. Now, that's mm-hmm. the team that should be in panic mode. They tied the Texans, yeah. and they lost to the Jags.
1: Right, right, right. All I'm saying, it has a shade, this argument, though, and I'm not saying you're wrong. It has shades of David Ross and the Cubs to it, because everybody is like, you know, talking about Cap and others are like, oh, "Who are you supposed to do? He got a bad team." Well, he didn't have. A, he this is third year. The first two years yeah. and were that's actually why, pretty good. Pretty good teams. That's
0: why I, do, I will never. I, I already have made up my mind on him. I don't think he's a good manager. Yeah, because I'm, I'm with, I yeah, saw I him manage. Man. If but if it was the opposite, say he say this was his first year. Yeah. And you'd be like, we can't fucking tell, because you wouldn't be able to tell. But the reason we exactly. can tell is, we saw him manage for one, well, one pandemic season and half of another with guys that he should yeah. have been able to win with. And other than a, he got off to a great the 13-3 start, which he's right. still living off of, because that's what got him into the playoffs.
1: He's dining out on that, isn't it? And yeah.
0: then the next year they had just embarrassed I mean, they had three. They had 3-10 game losing streaks in his first Yeah, like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's bad.
1: And everybody, we're we supposed to do? he hit, he's hit three three seasons, two out of the three he started with good yeah. major league rosters. <laughs> well, and there's also the give me that There's
0: also the thought that uh not the thought, but there's the reality that the Cubs said we don't need Joe Madden. If we've got David Ross. Where the yeah, Bears right. said we don't need Matt Nagy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like everyone, nobody agreed with the first one. Everybody agreed with the second one. Like that's God, true. Please, that's true. Give God, us somebody yeah. else. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I. That I know this is going to work because obviously there's no way you can know it's going to work. I'm just already bracing myself for the. When uh, we saw it already, you know they go up and they lose to the Packers, and we all knew mm-hmm. they were going to go up and lose to the Packers. And I get mm-hmm. it; it's the Packers, and it pisses me off too because I fucking Packer fans are the worst um but you just brace yourself for the overreaction to it which is sure
1: the, but you know the same there there are guys like myself who were never sold that Maddie Reflux was the right hire to get. By. So when I, I see well, I'm not, that I'm not sold like, on it either no, no, no. I'm just
0: I'm just not yeah. going to bail on you know I'm not going to declare it you know oh, impossible yeah. to work.
1: Oh yeah no nobody's bailing we hope it works we'll see. Let's see what this game says. This is the first as we say, kind of assuming there's no monsoon, this will be a this will be the first kind of true because to this.
0: Because game. in reality, this is all this is all worked out perfectly for the Bears so far. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest fear the Bear fans have is that Luke Getzey is going to put together such a good offense that he's going to become a head coach next year.
1: Okay, but the, uh, yeah, know and, and,
0: and now after two weeks, they don't have to worry about that. They're going to get the gonna, you're going to keep the genius of Matt of Luke Getzey now for years.
1: <laughs> it worked out great. Right. But and I, I know you've made that point, but isn't there something to, to be said about that? Like, look, if the Bears are really good and if the, the offense is good and Justin Fields is good, there's no question Luke Getz is the head coach somewhere else next
0: year. That's why I was joking that it was a good and then thing when he, yeah. struggled so
1: far. Right. Yeah. But if they but if they suck, then you're like, oh, gee, we're stuck with Luke Getz again, <laughs> which is the issue of hiring a defensive guy as opposed to an offensive guy with a quarterback can grow up. We'll see I how think, it all works. Out. I think the it's, whole
0: idea is to hire a guy who you think can run a team, and he's your head coach. I think I I don't think it's a good idea to hire the the Bears have tried the hot coordinator thing. And yeah, but Maggie, Maggie, that Maggie doesn't was... mean they have the skill set to be a head coach.
1: No, but what does matter is you need your head coach to have an excellent relationship with your quarterback more than anything else. Belichick, you can be a defensive look. Bill, Bill Belichick proved you could be a defensive guy and have a great relationship with yeah. your quarterback. So that's what that's what they need to have. Now, does uh, um, Eberflus have that with Fields? We don't know yet. We'll see. But that's the most important. To me, that's the most important thing in the NFL success is to have a head coach and a quarterback who are on the same
0: page. Yeah. But you also have to have – I mean, what was, what was like the first big thing Belichick did with the Pats was when his f- number one overall draft pick quarterback, Drew Bledsoe, got hurt. And he went with the you know second year inexperienced guy who couldn't start at Michigan. Right. He didn't go back to him. Yeah. He's like, no, nope, we're we're winning with Tom. We're going to go back with him. You also have to be able to make. I don't know that you have to be. I don't think they have to be. They have to be able to work together. But it, somebody's got to be the boss in the partnership. And even right. when, even when Brady was winning all those, you saw who ended up being the boss. One of them's not there yeah. anymore, and it's not Bill.
1: That's the thing that's scary though, right? Because that's and that's the thing that everybody's keeps bringing up is, you know, Fields is not we you and I love Fields. I think he's gonna be a quarterback. I think we both agree on that. But Fields is not an Abraflu's poles guy, right? So those guys always tend to want their own guy, much like the Drew Bledsoe thing you're talking about. So that's what we have to look for to see well, what happens.
0: I mean the only reason Drew Bledsoe wasn't a um wasn't a bill belichick guys drew through way too many fucking interceptions that he ended up being nobody's guy really I yeah mean, right. He, right, right he went to he went to buffalo and got up got a big money and threw a bunch of interceptions up there he was a good nfl quarterback but he wasn't a guy you were going to really win with right 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 i mean one of the things that one of the reasons the bears have to start chucking here at some point is you you know if if you bottom out you're gonna have you know you're gonna have a chance to draft bryce young yeah and so you need to figure out if you want to do that or not. If if Fields is still here next year, that means he's their guy because they have their chance to replace him. Right. I don't think they're going. I think he's. I think he's good enough, and I think he'll play well enough. Me too. But they need to figure that out.
1: That's what makes the season so weird. And, and and you've made the point. You know what they should have done is after they drafted Fields, fired. Yes. Fired everybody. Yep. And said, the, "Okay, the, thanks, congratulations guys."
0: Congratulations to Ryan Pace and Matt for getting Justin Fields should have been. They were both fired.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. And
0: here's a nice big check. We're paying you all the money we owe you, but you are not going to coach this guy because you're morons.
1: Right. And since they didn't do that, there's this big cloud hanging over, right? Is Fields the quarterback of the future or not?
0: See, I think more than you make it, I think your point is, I think your point's a good one. I think I look at it from a slightly different thing. I think that it's not so much that because Fields and Eberson both took the job knowing Justin Fields was here. And on, the, right. and on the second year of a rookie contract. It's a very valuable thing. It had to be one of the reasons that interested both of them. I think that the, the more than him not being a guy, it's that he they come in where a guy has had a wasted year of development. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And you, he's immediately put behind the eight ball. I mean, it happened mm-hmm. to Mitch, yeah. and you know, I don't think anybody was going to turn Mitch into a good quarterback, but it certainly didn't help. That was, right. you know. Absolutely. Running the... Dowell Logans <laughs> random play jamboree offense didn't right. really prepare him and then of course he ends up with Nagy who's running a bootleg Xerox copy of Andy Reid's offense and he doesn't have any idea how to put any of it together right right um, yeah one last thing the other thing that um, I thought it was a um, I thought it was a good sign That we've had two full weeks now of an offensive line with a rookie left tackle, a second-year guy at right tackle and right guard, a backup center, and Cody.
1: Mm -hmm. Poor Cody. (laughs) He
0: doesn't get a descriptor. He just gets to be Cody.
1: Right.
0: And they've held up pretty well.
1: Hey, you haven't heard their names, and that's a good thing.
0: That's a huge thing. The whole idea, honestly, if you get through this season and you fixed your offensive line and you don't have to honestly, the biggest benefit to that is if you don't have to go out and piss away a bunch of money on an offensive line, that puts you well ahead next year. Now, there may be you may look at a spot and be like, We need to upgrade at this particular spot, right? We were looking at it last year like, Geez, they're gonna be anything, and maybe they won't by the end of the year, but it looks like they're looks like they at least have guys they can play with.
1: So far, so good because like
0: you look at the Bengals, and the Bengals were like okay, we. the only reason we didn't win the Super Bowl last year is because our offensive line sucked. So we're going to about yeah. and spend $80 million on the offensive line, and it's worse.
1: <laughs> we don't want that.
0: Because it's hard to sign free agent offensive linemen because teams don't like to give up their good ones, and you mm-hmm. end up paying a lot of money for guys who other teams are like, hey, may I interest you in a Jermaine Effetti?
1: Yeah, right, That's right, right, right. So. It's like a little bit kind of like MLB relievers. You're like, yeah, you know. They kind yeah, of almost vary.
0: exactly. It's almost like good teams, good like the Dodgers.
1: Right. They assemble. Yep.
0: They assemble bullpens out of guys. Everybody's like, why did the Dodgers sign that guy? Good teams who who have to go out and pluck offensive linemen, they pick these guys. who are like, what is this? Why would they sign that guy? And they say, you know, he's been playing left guard for him for eight years. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, yeah, it'll be fun to talk and, like, next week about about a big win over over Lovey and his. Weird Santa Claus beard.
1: <laughs> Big win. <laughs> Looking forward to it. What's up? Right. Well, thanks, Mike. All right. All right. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. I just wanted this to be over.